Welcome to Equipus Church Dunedin. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy. For more information, check out equipuschurch.com. Whether you do it or not is your social distancing choice. Did you like my disclaimer? There's lots of disclaimers these days. No one wants to take responsibility for anything. Thank you, worship team. Thank you so much. Good to be back in church. Some people said, have I left? But no, it was great to just to be celebrating up in Timaru with Pastors David Mayer as they uh, f- finished up their time in Timaru as, as 10 years serving. And so it was, it was just great to be up there to honor them a couple of weeks ago. And then last week we were there to uh, do the induction of uh, Pastors Matt and Ali Ross. And so it was real exciting for the new chapter of, of the church in Timaru. And so um, I'm excited about it. You should be excited about it as a church. And we're really excited. Matt and Ali have been connecting with us for quite a, uh, for a couple of years now. And um, I just really prophesy that we're going to spend more time in Timaru uh, as a church, just serving the church, um, just building bonds and, and, and everything there. And so it's going to be a good time. Uh, who likes the road trip? Yeah. All right. So you're preaching first, Tammy. Very good. <laughs> All right. That's good. Hey, uh, so it's good to be in church this morning. Good morning. Uh, my name's Will. If, you've, uh, if you're visiting this morning, it's, it's great to have you here. Uh, our, ch- our, our heart, as always, is that you would know the love and the grace of Jesus Christ. He is our Lord and our Savior. He is everything to us. He's everything to me. And uh, this morning, if you, uh, we just pray you know his love and his grace. You know, this, uh, this week, it's been heart week. Who needs an excuse to wear a T-shirt? It's like, this is the one time that I get to wear a t-shirt in church in the morning. Normally I have a shirt on and just because we like to wear shirts and all that sort of stuff. But I was like, man, I, I did some stuff at Heart Week. I'm going to rock the shirt. And so uh, I'm wearing the shirt, this t-shirt this morning. It's very comfortable and I'm feeling very comfortable because it's good. Not those, like, t- anyway, anyway, too much information. I really believe this morning through the power of the Holy Spirit, we're going to have some Mary and Martha moments. Who's been working hard this week? I know a number of people have been working hard. Not even just this week, but for a long time now. For a period of time, people have been in the kitchen doing dishes, like Martha. But this morning, I really believe that we will have a merry moment. Not just Merry Christmas coming up, but a, a, a moment that Mary sat at the feet of Jesus and was refreshed in that moment. Not just refreshed in uh, her her soul, but also in her spirit. I'm praying for that this morning. There's a number of things that Pastor Desiree talked about coming up in the life of the church. Uh, the fast is coming up, which is awesome. They've got these little calendars. Now, we, we've just, sometimes, you know, we love as a church to be able to be generous and, and give out stuff all the time. But, you know, there's been, uh, if you want one, you can have one for free. But also, sometimes just being generous and paying five bucks is helpful as well. But, Hey, who wants a free one via email? There we go. There we go. But so we, there's nothing holding us back from it. We just, as a church, we like to be generous as well. Is that all right? Is that cool? And also, Pastor Desiree mentioned about team night. Team night is actually really important tomorrow night. Uh, as, you, of no, as you know, the, there, there's, uh, there's this traffic light system. And um, we're not going to talk too much about the traffic light system around COVID t- today, but I wanna, I, we want to be unpacking that tomorrow night and just where we're going as a church. 
Because here's the thing, the reality is, is that that, that virus uh, will impact New Zealand. Uh, you're, I don't want to say this rudely, but you're naive if you think you're not going to get it. Um, and as a church, we want to help prepare and, 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 and serve our church through, through this time. And so if you want to know more about it, come tomorrow night. Is that cool? Um, and I don't want to be, as I said, I don't want to be rude. Uh, but I, and we pray for everyone's health and we pray for everyone's well-being. Um, but we also have to be wise, right? Amen. Amen. So I, I just need to say that clearly. Uh, I wanted to say it purposefully as well. Uh, because we as a church love every single person. All right. Amen. Awesome. Hard week. It's been an exciting week. A number of different projects and initiatives. I think they did have some photos. I thought they were going to, they might have thrown them up. But um, uh, the production team at the back, if you guys can throw up just some of the highlights, some of the projects or some of the things that have been going on. Uh, there's handing out some uh, student packs. They're very exciting people. Uh, they was handing out some meals at the Anderson Bay Kindergarten to all the parents that were coming through, picking up their children at 2.30, and they got given dinner at the same time. They were very excited. I was very excited. Next one. Keep going. Okay, so that, that's the... Hey, rewind, rewind. That was the, uh, the uh, area that we needed to redevelop in the, um, for that kindergarten. Next. And there's us, uh, the whole few, few people sitting on it. Um, you can't really see too much. Next one, quickly. Just keep going. All right, play that. Uh, that's not. That's just the photo. That's not the video. Play the next one. Oh, there's a video, and that's what we turned it into. So yeah. So there's a few people, lots of people helping out on that. It was very cool. Yep. You can stop playing it now. It's just all right. Cool. Um, plus there was um, flat packs, as Desiree said, uh, that had some cleaning products in there. People were like, "What? What is this?" I've never seen these things before. Anyway, we gave them education as well. So also, lots of things um, happening. Um, over 500 study packs given out. Uh, people cooking meals, donating ingredients, digging holes. It was great on Monday, or Tuesday morning. A whole lot of people came up and dug holes. It was even quite inspiring that a 40kg person tried to carry a 40kg bag of concrete. It was inspiring. Lots of, lots of fun things happening, and, and as Desiree said, on, on Friday morning, the buzz in the office and people coming and going, and, and the garden's outside as well, by the way, and it's always nice to have them cleaned up. Feel free, anytime you feel like it, come along, clean up the gardens. This, it doesn't need to be heart week, it be heart year. <laughs> Amen. Does anyone receive that as a prophetic word this morning? All right. <laughs> but here's the thing is, it was a great week. It was a great week, lots of excitement, lots of fun, lots of energy for those who were serving on it, but also as a church, you, sh you should be proud as well because you've given into it. Uh, over over three and a half, four thousand dollars was spent on Heart Week, and as a church, you gave so that was a we were able then to do that, and even tonight, more money is being spent on Color Party and an opportunity just to bless our community. There should be an excitement. But where does that come from? It comes from a place of, of vision. It comes from a place of passion. It comes from a place of purpose. But it also, I think it comes out of a place of culture. As a church, uh, let's not let, let that just be a week. Let's, let's be a church that has a culture that carries uh, Heart Week through the, through the, through, through, through the entire year. See, 
uh, when I was about 18 years of age in, uh, in, in Topo, in, in the North Island, uh, there's this place there where you can do a bungee jump. And uh, I don't know about you, but I was, when I was 18 years of old age, I thought it was a good idea to do a bungee jump. And I went in and I did it and all that. And, 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 and what I got there, and I don't have it anymore, which is a shame, but I got, I got a T-shirt that said, I just did the Taupo bungee jump. It was awesome. And I remember that moment. And I, I remember, and, and I tell you now, I will never, ever do a bungee jump again in my life. <laughs> never. I don't need the T-shirt to remind me of the experience of bungee jumping. But this morning, I'm wearing the Heart Week T-shirt. But I don't want to live a life saying, been there, got the T-shirt, done that. Yeah. See, as a, as a church, we want to catch the culture of Heart Week, not just a, a week where we can... Um, Bacon, Dunedin's hottest day so far on Tuesday, b- b- building in a sheltered area, sun coming down, sweating like anything. And I had to go down to the local BP and buy myself a hat. I was, I was cooking. That's not what I'm going to remind, getting the t-shirt, I'm not going to be reminded of that. What I'm going to be reminded of, of, of speaking with Claire, who, who runs the kindergarten there, and just seeing the joy on her face, and the kids coming on, jumping up and down, and, 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 and walking on mud, and coming on the deck straight away, and mud is like, hey, 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 hey. But I'm going to be reminded of the parents that come along, and, and got given the, given the meal, and, and knowing as a parent, and our kids are a little bit older now, but um, just how someone has donated their time, their resources, their energy. Why? Because we're creating a culture. And us as a church, we, we, we want to cr- continue creating a culture. We are, we are who we are. I shared that at Team Light last, last month. We are who we are. We are a church that wants to serve our community. Here's the thing. It doesn't need to just be a week. It can be more than a week. It can be a culture of who we are as a church. Well, what, what, what is the culture? Well, the ch- culture is, is, our culture is we serve. Our culture is that we love. Our culture is we're generous, we give. Our culture is that we bless people. But how does that happen? How, where does that culture come through? Does it just come from someone has a good idea? Hey, today, let's just go and do something. Let's just go and serve the community. But where does that come from? I want to tell you this morning where it comes through because something, because everyone produces something out of their life. Did you know that? Every person produces something out of their life. In Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 to 23, in the New Living Translation, and we're going to pray. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are here this morning. And I thank you that ultimately you bring culture. And I pray for every single person today, part of the life of the church. Lord, that we know the culture that we carry is because of you. And I pray, Lord, that we'd step more into that and that you'd help and lead us in every way that we need in Jesus' name. See, in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23, it says, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit. It produces a culture. It produces this kind of fruit out of our life. You would have heard it before. Love, joy. Peace, patience, kindness. Did anyone feel kind over the week? Handing out a a pack to a flat. Hey, 
this, I'm bringing kindness here. Uh, anyone feel goodness? I hope you felt goodness. That's what Friday was, what Desiree was talking about on Friday. Everyone's coming in. Why? Because there was joy. There was goodness. Um, faithfulness. Gentleness. Self-control. There is no law against these things. See, see, the culture that we carry, I pray, ultimately is fueled by the Holy Spirit. Now, there's going to be areas in our lives that is not fueled by the Holy Spirit, and, and that's where we repent and we run to Jesus, and we say, Lord, help me with these areas. It's a little bit like the gardens out the front where we say, Lord, help dig out the weeds out of my life. Here's the thing. If we create the right culture, you don't have to do it once a year. We can do it every year, and who knows that doing a little bit of gardening every year makes gardening a whole lot easier. And this morning, I want, to t- I want to encourage you on the culture to carry as a believer in Christ, as, as, as what would Jesus do? Who, who remembers the old WWJD? Who has a bracelet? Who's still got a bracelet in their cupboard somewhere or their drawer somewhere? There we go. Who's wearing a WWJD bracelet right now? Oh, I thought I was pushing it too far. But, you know, we've, we create a culture. In, in Luke chapter 7, let's go to the Bible this morning. See, the Holy Spirit produces something out of our life. In Luke chapter 7, verses 11 through 17, this is, this is after Jesus has talked with the Roman centurion, how he, he, he had a conversation. The centurion just says, no, Jesus, I'm a man under authority. All you need to do is say the word and it will happen. And Jesus replies, I have not seen as much faith in all of Israel. And so there's faith there, and he's, he's gone, and he's on his way now. In Luke chapter 7, verses 11 through 17, soon afterwards, Jesus went with his disciples to the village of Nain, and a, a large crowd followed him. A funeral procession was coming out as he approached the village gate. The young man who had died was a widow's only son, and a large crowd from the village was with her. When the Lord saw her, his heart overflowed with compassion. Don't cry, he said. He walked over to the coffin and touched it, and the bearers stopped. Young man, he said, I tell you, get up. Then the dead boy sat up and began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. Great fear swept through the crowd, and they were pray- and they praised God, saying, A mighty prophet arises among us, and God has visited his people today. And the news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding countryside. Do I want to talk about the culture that we can create? We can create a culture by following the life of Jesus, the what would Jesus do? And, 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 and if you take a moment to read passages and, and, and slow down a little bit just to say, hey, okay, okay, Lord, what are you doing in this? See, it says here that uh, in verse 13, when the Lord saw her, his heart overflowed with compassion. I wonder what we're looking for these days. Are we actually looking for an opportunity to serve God? Are we actually in our day to day, not just for a week, but are we looking for a day today, opportunity to serve the Lord? Is that the culture as a church? I pray that's the culture as a church we would be looking for. See, the first one is, do we have eyes to see this morning? You know, we, 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 we asked for Heart Week. We said, hey, if anyone has ideas or, or things that we can do in the community, let us know. And, and a number of people came in with uh, ideas and all that. But I want to say a culture that we can carry as a believer of Christ is that every single day the Holy Spirit is going to give us ideas, eyes to see. And I pray this morning that we're asking when we wake up in the morning, Father, give us eyes to see. Because Jesus had eyes to see. What did he actually see? 
he actually saw that the young man who had died was a widow's only son. Now, you've got to understand in that time, a widow's son was the lifeline. There was no husband. There was no one to look after her. The sons were there uh, to look after the widow. Jesus saw that. So his, his, his emotional, uh, his EQ, his emotional quantity it was, was there. I want to encourage you this morning, let's get out of our, just our normal eye set, but let's see where we can serve God. Let's see. You know, hundreds of times you listen to Bill Johnson. Who knows Bill Johnson? Three hands up. Most hands should go up right now. Reading Church, all they do is talk about testimonies. They talk about testimonies all the time. They talk about how they were here or talking to an air steward or, so, or, or, or they're talking to someone in a cafe and they're paying the bill and they're talking to the cashier person and they're talking about all these opportunities. And they end up just getting, they just get talking. And in the end, they end up praying for this person and, and they come back and they just tell this amazing testimony. Why? Because they created a culture that they had eyes to see. Let's keep moving on. When, verse 13, I, I read it first, but it said, When the Lord saw her heart, saw her, his heart overflowed with compassion. It's real easy to just walk by these days. It's real easy. And that's what tomorrow night's about. We're not going to just walk by. Tomorrow night, every single person, every person, I want to tell you now, every person is important. 90%, 10%, 100%, every person. We're not just going to walk by. We're going to do our best as a church. We're going to go out. But do you have a heart of compassion? Do you carry a heart of compassion or is your heart just about yourself? I, I, I don't want to be too strong this morning because we've just come off an amazing week. And I know as a church, but I'm just saying as a church, come on, let's make it a year. Let's not make it just a week, but let's create a culture of who we are that our heart overflows for the lost. Our heart overflows for the hurting. Our heart overflows for the dejected. But let's have a heart like Jesus. It says that when the Lord saw her, his heart overflowed with compassion. Not just having a heart. Because who knows that sometimes our, our heart sees stuff, but then we don't act on it. Even this morning, it sounds like a silly thing, but I was walking past the, uh, the church, what do you call it, footpath. There was, a, there was a soggy tissue here, and then I walked past it, and I saw another tissue here over in the gutter, and the Lord just said, pick it up. I was like, <laughs> yuck. But if, if you can't listen to the pickup of the soggy tissue and obey that, did I? I went, most people always see me walking in carrying rubbish. But I, I want to, and I know it doesn't, I, don't, like, I didn't have compassion for the soggy tissue. I had done it all. But I did hear what the Lord was saying. Russell Evans does, did a, a message once about, called Pick It Up. And the Pick It Up was about a, a pair of socks that had fallen on the floor of his, um, of his bedroom. And in fact, he got in the car. And he was halfway down to where he was going on the motorway. And the Holy Spirit was still telling him, go back and pick up the socks. He ends up turning around, driving all the way home to pick up his socks and put them into the cupboard. Uh, anyone feeling convicted right now? I just realized I'm telling this story and I need to pick up my socks. <laughs> but in the end, he picked up the socks, came back, and then 
as he left and as he went down, this, this advertising billboard came up and it showed him the location of where their new church was going to be. If he didn't go back and pick up his socks, he would have missed that advertising billboard and they would never have been in the location that they were going to be in. See, sometimes the smallest thing, that are the smallest word of God speaking into us, that our smallest bit of obedience can lead to a great um, opportunity in God. See, our culture this morning is that, do we have eyes to see? Do we have a heart that overflows? And do we live with compassion? And I want to say, yes, we do. Let's do it for a year. I'm excited about this week. It was awesome. I'm tired. Many people are tired. And tonight we've still got round one and two of color party. And cleaning up after that and after the service this morning, we're going to moving chairs around and getting ready and all that sort of stuff. In, in the natural, people are tired. But in the spirit, I pray that you're energized. In the spirit, you're believing for what God wants to do. And, and moving on from there. See, let's have eyes to see a heart that overflows and that lives with compassion. Another passage of scripture in Acts chapter 20, verses 13 to 38. This is Paul. He's, he's meeting with the elders of Ephesus. And he's, it's, it's almost his farewell speech. It's his farewell, hey, I'm going to meet with you guys, but now I'm off to Rome. It's all, yeah, things are going to happen. I'm probably not going to come back. And he, and, and he shares some stuff. And for this, I don't have, I'm not going to read all of this, but from verse 32, and it says, And now I entrust you to God and the message of his grace that is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance with all those he has set apart for himself. I have never coveted anyone's silver or gold or fine clothes. You know that these hands of mine have worked to supply my own needs and even the needs of those who were with me. And I have been a constant example of how, to, how you can help those in need by working hard. You should remember the words of the Lord Jesus. It is more blessed to give than it is to receive. When he had finished speaking, he knelt down and prayed with them. They all cried as they embraced and kissed him goodbye. They were sad most of all because he had said that they would never see him again. They escorted him down to the ship. See, Paul's just... He's, he's, he's encouraging, he's, he's sharing about, like, this is, this is what I need you to do. This is what we, we are as believers. This is the culture where we're going to carry. And so out of Jesus' life, we see that he had eyes to see. He had a heart that overflows. He lives with compassion. But then with Paul, he says, I have been a constant example of how you can help those. Next one this morning is like, let's be an example. Um, we're so proud as a church that we've been an example. But I reckon every single person can be an example. I know there's areas of shortcomings. I know there's areas that we're not a good example. But there's mainly there's good areas that we're a good example. Let's be a good example to the world that we live in. Let's, let's handle things with faith. Let's believe and trust in God. Let's be an example. If we read the story of Paul, he was, he was well-versed in the Word of God. He was an example. He, he had passion in his spirit. He, he, he had drive in his heart. And he, he wanted to see the, 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 the voice and the, and, the, and the word of Jesus Christ, the gospel of Christ, noised into the outer regions of, of the Middle East and further and further. And we see how the word of God moved around because of his direction, his passion, and obviously the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's, let your life be an example. Let your life 
be an example. Let's move on. And it has been a constant example of those who can help those who need by working hard. Who likes that one? Next one. Be an example and work hard. I was having a conversation with someone. I'm not going to name them, but it was fun. And we were digging holes. And it was, it, was, it was good, and they were doing an amazing job. Everyone did an amazing job. And the comment came up was, you know, work smarter, not harder. I was like, that's a good comment. But I fundamentally don't agree with it. Work smarter and harder. Anyone with me this morning? It's got real quiet in here. But I reckon, you know, there's no, it's not about working smarter to not work harder. Let's work smarter and harder. It's gone real quiet right now. People are feel there's nothing wrong with hard work, people. Uh, I, I call it. There's nothing wrong with leaking, because I, I sweat. When I start doing physical activity, I sweat. When I start doing admin, I sweat. It's, it's physical activity. It's like no, there's nothing wrong with hard work. We've only got, as the Bible says, to number your days. Uh, I mean, I, I'd like a holiday in Hawaii, in Hawaii as well. But in, there's a time for everything. There's a season for resting and a season for planting. There's a time to dig up. There's a time to plant. But I want to say as a church, come on, let's carry a culture of hard work. And we are carrying a culture of hard work. Look at all the balloons. Look at how many times people had to walk up and down ladders just to put those things up. You got your steps up that day, whoever did it. But let's be a church that carries that culture. Let's be an example. Let's work hard. And remember what Paul says. And I think this is the spiritual part of of what I really believe that the Holy Spirit does in you. As it says here, it says, Remember the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is more blessed to give than it is to receive. That Greek word uh, blessed is the word makorios. And that literally can be um, translated as happy. It is more happy to give than it is to receive. That's why when you give someone something, Christmas time's coming up, people buying presents, and you watch someone unwrap it, and you see the joy on their heart, but what you get in return as well. See the why? Because the Bible says it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. I want to encourage you this morning, as a culture, let's carry a culture as a believer. The Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I think even more as we lead into this next season, this next six months, a year ahead of us as a church, Every single person is going to learn, has to learn how to live in the, and produce that culture of the Holy Spirit. Because I really believe that the devil is trying to use this disease and this sickness to try and divide the church. But as we, as, as mature believers in Christ, we can actually bring the church together even more. Last one that I want to share about this morning. Uh, one, uh, in, in Luke chapter 10, verses 25 to 37, some of you may know this, and it's the story of the Good Samaritan, but the story of the Good Samaritan is, is in a response to a question. And, and I'll, I'll read it for you. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied, how do you read it? 
He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. And you have answered correctly. Jesus replied, do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself to us. So he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? And Jesus comes along and he tells the story. If you've never heard the story, take time to go and read it for yourself. But essentially he says, you know, there's a bandit, there's a person who's walking along the road and a bandit of people come along and, and beat and bruise and almost nearly kill this person. And it says that a priest walks along and sees the priest. Uh, so the priest sees the person and, and walks to the other side, of the, crosses the road. Oh, let me just read it. It's a better story when you read it. And who is my neighbor? In, in reply, Jesus said, a man who's going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, bed him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road. And when he saw the man, he passed by and on the other side of the side. So too a Levite. A Levite was a, a temple assistant. So you got the, the priest in the temple and then a Levite was a temple, temple assistant. When he came to the place and saw him, uh, he passed on by on the other side of the road. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came uh, came where the man was. And when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring out, pouring on olive, on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him into an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave him to the innkeeper and look look after him. He said, "And when I return, I will reimburse you for an extra for any extra expenses." And Jesus turns and says, "Which of these do you think the neighbor was?" And obviously the person said the Samaritan. See, in this story, I don't know about you, but I've, I've heard it thousands of times. We read it. But often we, we think of who are we in the story. Are, are we the priest? Or the preacher, like, are you the priest? Or are you the Levite? Or are you the Samaritan? I want to focus on that this morning. I want to focus on the culture of the Samaritan, the culture of the person, the culture of the neighbor. See, the neighbor said he took pity on him. He lived a life with compassion. He, he, he went to him and bandaged his wounds. He saw, his, he saw what was needed. And then he went and, and looked after him. He, he used up, he was generous. He used up his oil and, and wine. He used his time. He went and used his donkey and he took him to and then, and then he went back and he looked after the, went back and checked on the person again. See, as a believer in Christ, let's live this culture of compassion. Let's live with, with eyes to see, a heart that overflows. If the music team can jump up, that'd be cool. A heart that overflows. Live with compassion. Let's be an example to our world. Let's work hard. But let's, it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. The Samaritan gave. He gave. He came back. See, as, 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 as believers in Christ, God's calling us to, 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 create, to outwork a life through the power of the Holy Spirit to be looking outwards, not inwards. I believe there's times to look inwards. You've got to look after yourself. But as a culture to reach our city, let's be the, be the light. No one lights a lamp and hides it under a basket. But instead they put it on the city top, the hilltop, 
so that all can see. We, we, we little lamp this week. We little lamp. This little light of mine shined. Your little light, you shined. But let's shine every day. I remember Newsboys brought out a song called Shine. Make him wonder what you got. Can't quite remember all the words. But I used to play it all the time. Just to shine. Just to bring a culture to our community, a culture to the people that are around us. Why? Because one of the lines says, make them wonder what you've got. I reckon we made students wonder what we've got this week. I reckon we made kindergarten workers wonder what we've got this week. I reckon we made parents who are picking up their little ones from that kindergarten who got given a beautiful dinner. Make the, we made them wonder what we've got. Why? Because we just lived a life with eyes to see, with a heart that overflows, with a, life, with, with a heart of compassion. We chose to be an example. We chose to work hard. And we realized and we understood that it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. And as a church, we're real proud. It's so cool. And we're believing that the wonder of what we've got will stir in their hearts. In fact, even heard a testimony of the printer person who was looking at the, uh, the calendars, was reading it, and she's like, man, this is, these are amazing. I might come along to your church. I think they might have even been coming this morning. Hi, if you're here. Why? Because there's a wonder what we got. I want to live my life with people wondering what I've got. Let's be a church that lives our lives so that people wonder what we've got. I love it that at the end of... Um, Verse, uh, at the end of Luke chapter 7, verse 17, and the news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding countryside. Heart Week is about the news about Jesus spreading out around our community. I really believe that we could take Heart Week further. I've got visions and I'm dreaming, dreaming that radio stations will be on board dreaming that the billboards at Anderson Bay will all just be its heart week. Register now because your church wants to serve you. Could that, could that be a dream? Could we be an example? We are being an example, but I really believe let's be an example throughout entire life. Father, I thank you right now for your Holy Spirit. And as I started at the beginning, the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I thank you, Lord, for this amazing church and the amazing people that are here. For everyone that's here this morning, whether they're visiting or, or, or just coming to say hi. Lord, I thank you that we carry your light. 
that we're an example, but you produce this kind of fruit in our life. Lord, would we come to you again this morning and say, here we are, use us so that we can further and may the noise that Jesus Christ is in the house, may you be glorified in our region of Dunedin, Southland, New Zealand. And we thank you, God, for all that you're doing. And I'm, we're so proud, Lord. And I pray, Lord, even the words of Paul as he recited, is more blessed to give than it is to receive. I pray, Lord, for this church right now, Lord, that you would, you would bless your church. The Lord, as we just maybe transition from being Martha in this moment and working hard all this week, serving and maybe being and feeling a little bit tired. But Lord, right now, as we just transition to being Mary and sitting at your feet, just Holy Spirit, come and move. Would there be a fresh infilling? of your strength. Fresh infilling of your spirit. Fresh infilling of your love. Just to know you again this morning. Know that the hard work is making wonder what we've got. I thank you, Lord, that we're not going to be a church that has been there, got the T-shirt. But, Lord, we're going to live every single day serving you. And I pray, God, your richest blessing over every single person here. Whether they were able to physically be part of Heart Week or just been praying and serving and carrying the heart of the church. Lord, we thank you. And I pray you bless your saints this morning. Bless your church. For Lord, we do it all for you. Because you did it all for us. And as Lord, we move into this, the rest of this year, Lord, we pray your blessing in Jesus' name. Before we finish this morning, you know, one of the things we've got coming up is the fast. And fast is designed for us to, to is just to seek seek the Lord is to stir our spirit in fact apart from global prayer night there's nothing on apart from foundations from now until Christmas why because Christmas is our next big outreach some of you might have seen it but there's a sign just above the door on the way out we're believing to do a Christmas spectacular in the Regent Theatre with unlimited um, attendance. Well, you know there's one thing on my list what I'm praying for when we're fasting. I'm praying that we can outreach. All, all social cues, Regent Theatre has been talking to Andrew saying that Dunedin needs this. Dunedin needs some activity and some joy as a church we're like come on God not fingers crossed come on God I'm praying into it but with the fast this year we're not asking you to just go without food or anything like that we're, we're saying partner with us 
you can sign up. Oh, grab, grab your phone. Grab one of those calendars. There's a QR code. Open the first page. Just hold your camera over it. Your, QR, your camera will read the QR code. Then follow the link. Sign up and be part of what we're doing. Because I believe as we pray into what God wants to do, not just work hard, but as we pray, and as we petition God and as we believe God, as, as, as we pray power, the power of God is going to come and move over Dunedin. We're praying into students. We're praying into youth. We're praying into families. We're praying into every generation. We're praying into Christmas. We're praying that 2022 is going to be an amazing year. We're going to be praying in through, through this pandemic. We're going to be praying through that people will be loved. And, and, and we're going to be praying through all of those situations. And so don't just think, oh, fasting, stuff that. Oh, I'll just share my attitude. All right. Oh. No, if, if you've got the wrong idea of fasting. Fasting is about pushing into God. And I want to encourage you, partner with us one way. If you want to partner, you, you, you just go to God and say, God, what do you want me to just give up for 21 days? What do you want me to do? And just partner with us that way. If you're a vegetarian, eat meat for 21 days. It's just seeing if people are still listening. No, don't do that. <laughs> but what can you partner with us? Don't just think, oh, 21 day fasting, I'm not over it. No, no, be part of the church. Be part of the spiritual activity of the church. And go, you know what? Christmas is coming. We're really believing. This is, this is going to be an expensive weekend. But thank you for all your generosity. But we're believing to reach Dunedin. The gospel will be noised at this event. It is a paid event. $17 a ticket. Thank you for being generous and buying those tickets. But we're, I'm praying into it. Why? Because this is our next bigger thing that we're doing as a church. And between now and then, can I ask that we pray into it? Follow us every day. Uh, on, the, on the Facebook page, the closed Facebook page. The devotions are going to be there. We're not, we're not going to reinvent the wheel. The, the booklet's done. We're just going to be encouraging people through it. But what could you do? How could you partner with us? Why? Because we believe in being an example to our city. Why don't we stand up for you? Thank you for listening to this message recorded live at Equipus Church Dunedin. We pray that it blessed you. For more information, please check out equipuschurch.com.